This is the IC Pixels podcast with David and Anthony Cavins. We're going to talk about design in everyday situations. David and we're back to talking to your ear about um, things that pertain to design today we're going to talk about how we got into design what influenced us and what um, what led us down this path yep so I guess we can start by uh, I guess you know most kids when they're little want to be like firemen or Hackers, or I don't know what little kids want to be these days, Instagram models. But um, yeah, like that. when you were little, what did you want to be? Or did you um, even think about it? I, I'm sure I thought about it. I don't remember exactly, honestly. I mean, I know I've always, like, you know, we've been artists and stuff like that for a long time. Our grandmother was a painter, and like a lot of people in our family are photographers and all kinds of stuff. So that's always been an influence around us. Um, but what I definitely wanted to be when I was young, I don't know. I really can't think of a thing that I thought I would do for a living, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of the same way. Um, I know little kids are like, I want to be a fireman or whatever, you know, typical stuff they want to be. But when I was little, I, I don't recall ever like having some plan thought out, but no. I do. I will say that, like you said, we were around when we were little. At least, we were around a lot of uh, people with like diverse backgrounds. Not necessarily diverse people, like white people, black people, but like diverse backgrounds and careers in terms of like everybody in our family is not a doctor or a lawyer. And it's not like, oh, you got to go into the family business type of situation or anything like that. It's like there's a whole lot of different uh, – there's a whole lot of variability in different careers and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and a lot of people are – you would call creatives, even if it's not in their career. It's, you know, in their free time or something like that. They are doing something creative. So we're – something we've always been surrounded by. Right. I think that plays a part as well because – when you're able to see that being creative can actually make you money, especially when you're little or you see like um, adults who are like, yeah, I got to go to work and be creative. You're like, what? You can do that for real. Yeah. Cause I remember, um, I don't remember how old we were, but we was, we was young and I was at, we were at grandma's house and I was coloring something. And my grandma was like, you know, you're really getting really good. If you keep getting better, you're going to, give me a challenge where I'm going to have to step my game up or whatever. I knew she was just kind of, you know, gassing me up. She wasn't for real, but um, in the back of my head, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm good at this. And that made me like, I think that's another part that played in a, in a, a role is it like I was definitely encouraged in my designy type stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I've seen things said that like every kid I mean you ask any kid if they're an artist and they're going to tell you yeah um, but it's 
people that are artists as an adult, they're the ones that just never stopped. Um, yeah. A lot of people, they get older and they drop out of it because for one reason or another, either they weren't pushed into it or they just lack the confidence or just, I don't know, many, many reasons or they find something else that they'd rather do or whatever. But um, I mean, I know for me, it's kind of weird when I hear people is like, oh, I'm just not a creative person, which I mean, I guess that's a thing, but I, I don't know how to not be that way. So it's kind of, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting, but I mean, it started early for us with this, you know, that kind of encouragement that even if it wasn't just about money, just like, oh, okay, this is the thing you could do. Yeah. Because remember, our, our dad, he um has like a lot of hobbies and stuff like that. He does like models and train sets and comic books and all kinds, all kinds of random stuff that he does on the side that I remember growing up and seeing that and seeing him paint models and stuff like that, model airplanes and all that kind of stuff and us wanting to do that. Not necessarily for money, but just like, oh, you get to create something and like, you know, the, you know, the craftsmanship and the care put into something that, that you know, just using the imagination. It was like a, I don't know, it's like a way of life for us growing up. So, Well, I think that's, uh, like as a parent, I think that's important that your kids can see you, even if that's not necessarily your career, but they can see you still get to enjoy some of some quote unquote kid things as an adult. Not that making models or drawing or whatever is a kid thing, but like a lot of people look at like, well, I'm older, I have to be responsible, <clears throat> so I'm gonna spend all my time, you know, getting this Watching degree. Football. <laughs> I'm gonna get this degree. <laughs> I'm gonna be whatever career pays the most and then on the weekends I'm going to watch football and eat Cheetos or whatever and yeah. I'm not going to have really you know pursue my hobbies or anything like that which you know that's a choice you can make but I feel like as a as a child if I hadn't seen my father my grandmother um, my mother my sister like all these other people my aunts and uncles and stuff like that our granddad <laughs> yeah if I hadn't seen these people doing creative things on the side and also hustling on the side Cause a lot of these people that wasn't their main job like that's my other other job that i do just to hustle or make money and i think that definitely influenced me um not just in being creative but also in the whole area of well not it kind of encouraged yeah, I mean, me to go be more entrepreneurial and not necessarily scared like i have to get a job because you run into a lot of people like that that their goal is to get a degree so they can get a job and then they're done it's never like what else are you going to do is just get a degree so you can get a job so you can pay your mortgage that you're going to get. Yeah. You never, yeah. There's no like aspirations for what you're going to leave. Um, like what your legacy will be, like what your mark on the world will be or something like that. I mean, cause I know for me personally, it's like a big thing. It's like, I feel like I'm leaving something behind now because of the creative endeavors I have. It's like, no, that's mine. That's my thing. That's, you know, <laughs> Could potentially be in a history book or something like that. <laughs> Doubt <Yeah>. it. <laughs> but hey, 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 hey! Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! But, uh, Don't hate on my dreams. <laughs> yeah, kind of ch- crush my dreams right now. But um, then, no, I mean, so it's kind of I don't know. It's I think it's important to, for me, it's important to have all those kind of things. You know, have some kind of creative outlet and the you know, twelve jobs. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, I think the other thing was that, well, what kind of, what helped my parents, our parents facilitated it is that, you know, we went to the, we didn't go to them and like, father, I want to sing and dance. 
but they were like when they saw it, I did, I did actually. <laughs> like, um, better stop acting like that. But uh, <laughs> like, hey, your son, you man up, <laughs> put some bass in your voice. <laughs> but uh, our parents don't talk like that. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> when I when they saw that I was interested in like art and stuff like that, they definitely helped us, you know, kind of pursue that, and that definitely yeah. helped. Because it wasn't just like squashing our dreams immediately, like no, nah, stop doing that. Or because I think there are parents that allow their kids to do art and stuff like that when they're little. Yeah. But then, like when it's time to go to college or even maybe high school, they then they say, "Okay, you need to focus. Like, All right, you need to stop. Yeah. Um, you need yeah. to get that. You know, <laughs> drugs, basketball, or rap. Pick one. Yeah. Well, if yeah. you're black, if you're white, you can pick anything. Yeah, whatever you want. But uh, <laughs> I think yeah I I know with my son I mean he wants to do all kinds of stuff or whatever and like it we may not have had all the opportunities that he has now growing mm-hmm. up but it's like now if I'm able to I put him in he's been in everything I mean art classes theater classes theater cooking classes theater <laughs> uh, theater yeah um he wants to be a thespian. And uh, no, so he's been able to do a lot of different things. I mean, I didn't get to do all those things, but I did get to explore some of those things, or at least my mind was open to doing whatever, even if it wasn't like I was in a class or something like that. It's just something I naturally like was inclined to. Yeah, I go like, um, because I think it's like a part of the way your um, if that part of your brain, the creative part of your brain, is fostered when you're young. I think you can learn to see it in any, you know, in anything. I mean, because I, I cook the same way I paint. I mean, I, you know, it, it's the, it's the same part of my brain that I use to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. That just, you know, being creative and, you know, I don't need no recipe. Yeah. And I watch a lot of Chopped. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I like Chopped. My kids like that too. But I, I think yeah, we're, I was, we've been watching it all for a week now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think showing well as a parent, I think showing your children examples of different careers is important. And I remember when we were younger, our mom took us to see like an artist. Like it wasn't like Michelangelo, or obviously not, but it was like just a regular like a commercial <laughs> artist, like a guy that does caricatures. Michelangelo was, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was that helped. Like it's not like this was the defining moment of my life, but I felt like it. I got to see that. Hey, there yeah. are you can make money at this. This is like a real thing. It's not just something that you have to leave behind as you get older. And I think that helped me a lot. Um and then, you know I've seen that guy at the dog park. Um well, I mean, oh I moved, but I used to see him at the dog park all the time. He's still out <laughs> he's still out there in the streets. Yeah, no, he's still out here. I wouldn't recognize him if I was home because I don't remember what he looked like, but exactly the same. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So other than like seeing examples of what we could be, I think what else also helped me is like I had several good, well, not like amazing, but I had good art teachers uh, in elementary school and in high school that would like, they saw that I was pretty good and they were like, you know, why don't you try this? Why don't you do this other thing? Why don't you do this extra like, stuff and because i was in, into art i would do it even though like 
you know, I wasn't getting any extra points for it or nothing like that. Cause I remember in high school, I used to, uh, you know, everybody had like the trapper keepers and stuff like that. I used to have like, mm-hmm. I would get, instead of getting a trapper keeper, cause I didn't think they were that great. Cause they already had like all the designs and stuff on them. I would get just like a regular white, um, binder with a sleeve on it. So you could stick something in it on the outside. Yeah. And then I would draw something like had was trying to have some cool drawing on there. And kids would always be like, yo, what, what do you got on the, on the, on your trapper today or whatever. So I'd always try and draw stuff because obviously it would get me attention from guys and girls I mainly cared about the girls, but it would get you know, like you know you're sure, the kid that can sure. draw, so it will draw attention to you and people want to see what you're doing. Yeah, I remember I did that and came in there and some kid saw my notebook and started trying to rip the thing off of there. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with that kid. I was like, what is wrong with you? He was like angry. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with that kid. What was it a picture of? <laughs> yeah. So oh, I, I had a know. picture of a swastika but, and this kid just started acting crazy for no reason. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> No, I think it was some kind of, it was some cartoon or something. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with that kid. He, I mean, I think he had issues, but because I remember we used to like every summer like sit around and draw like redraw the basketball logos and like cartoon characters and comic book characters. That's all we did during yeah. the summer. Like we used to just sit there and draw and try to make graffiti and like design draw shoes and like all kinds of stuff like that. And it's like. Honestly, at that point, I wasn't thinking about it in the sense of like, oh, I can be a graphic designer. It was just like a was something fun to do, thing to yeah. do. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is a cool logo. I'm gonna draw it and just draw it and draw it and draw it. And yeah, and you become the kid that can draw at school, and then that gets you nothing. Um, <laughs> it gets you nothing. It just gets people asking you, random people walking up to you, just like, hey, can you draw something? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, because I used to do but, like, um, uh, yeah. I would draw my name in graffiti, obviously. Um, I've never been one to actually do real graffiti, like spray it on anything, but I can draw it. So I used to draw my name all the time, and then girls would always come up to me asking me to draw their name. And young mm-hmm. David thought he had a chance. Like, oh, she asked me to draw her name. You know, I got a chance with her. No, I didn't. But well, I might have if I had done the right thing, but I didn't. I just drew her name and then was like, eh. yeah. um, But I used to draw people's names, and then guys, <laughs> occasionally, I want to say, I might have actually gotten some money off of it, like drawing a girl's name like a guy would ask me to draw his girlfriend's name or whatever so i'd draw like some butterflies flying around or whatever in graffiti and color it and stuff like that mm. girls like butterflies that's what i hear <laughs> but yeah i used to um i don't honestly i don't think i drew stuff for people that often i just mainly did it myself yeah it was just like i mean people would ask me to help them with their projects and stuff like that but <laughs> yeah, I tried not to draw for people too much because obviously they, there was no benefit in it. Like after a while, like so when I first came to the, the school, um, you know, people found out I could draw and they would ask me for stuff. But then I fell back on doing stuff for people because it really did not benefit me in any way. Like you think it's going to do something. But that's and that's a whole nother discussion about <laughs> how you how it doesn't work. But um yeah. yeah, I want to say. Well, I mean, back then I mostly did it for my own. I had a notebook full of stuff that I used to just sit down and draw, and I had like other notebooks where yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to. It was mostly when new kids would come to school. I would like me and my friend Charles. We're still friends today, and still draw and stuff like that. But um, we would always go, you know, hey, you know how to draw? And if we met somebody who knew how to draw, like we 
automatically try and be their friend and check out their work or whatever. And it's funny because mm-hmm. a lot of those kids that knew how to draw, a lot of them went back, like went to regular careers. Most of them are not doing like the type of stuff that we're doing. Yeah, yeah. I know for me, I mean, there was, I mean, even though I was a, a kid that could draw or something like that, there was other kids that could draw mm-hmm. better, and um, not yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah, there was there was definitely some kids that were better than me, but then they got caught up in whatever else girls or basketball yeah. or whatever else and so by the by the time like high school came around i was better than everybody because i stuck with it kind of and with me by the time now i'm better than because <laughs> <laughs> i just i don't know a lot of yeah, people yeah, aren't doing people it anymore, and i've like actually decided to take yeah. it seriously so i mean i don't know i mean the our sister stopped <laughs> she had like um she took had painting classes mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff and hadn't done it since. <laughs> so, I but know. I guess uh, aside from like childhood, um, so when it was time for me to go to college, I knew mm. that I wanted to do something art related or in that area. And so like, I chose my major accordingly. Um and I think it's like kind of a factor of all the stuff that had happened before where I knew that this was something I wanted to do and there was viable careers in this area even though like I I guess I hadn't really seen too, I'd seen a few examples you know as a child but I hadn't really like thought hard, long and hard about what I'm going to do when I'm finished with college because that wasn't like something I thought about much but I just knew like I want to do something art related, I want to do something creative so I went in and majored in graphic design and character animation. But um Yeah. That kinda that was kind of the the that's kinda where people really make a decision what they're gonna do is like kinda when they go to college. And I feel like it's kinda you're kinda young and <laughs> uninformed to be making that important decision at that point, but I feel like I did make the right decision because I'm not unhappy with my career or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I know for me, like, after spending years of drawing in elementary, high school, you know, designing my class t-shirt, like, all kinds of stuff like that, pissing off the teachers because I designed my own graduation uh, invitations and didn't want to buy their stuff for way too much money. Uh, at some point along the line, I decided to go be a business major in college. I don't well, know I feel why. like it kind of goes hand in hand with well, that entrepreneurial... It does well. Okay, so at that t- at that point in time, shortly before that time, at some point in college, I had like me and some friends had put together like this like like play or whatever, and we you know we we were doing that whole thing and we had all plans to make a production company and all that kind of stuff. We had we had the idea before Tyler Perry had the idea, basically. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say, but uh, <laughs> but um. I don't know. So it's like I went into college with that on my mind. So I think that's why I was thinking like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, be a business major or whatever so I can do this. And I just I was, you know, kind of just pushing the drawing, the art and all that kind of stuff to the side. But I don't know, that kind of stuff kind of fizzled out over time. And like, you know, after I started taking some classes and stuff, I just realized it just wasn't like. I didn't care about that kind of stuff. I mean, I, you know, I like business or whatever. I like the idea of working for myself and everything like that, but I didn't want to go to school for it. 
It's <laughs> like I really wanted to like, it's like okay, I can really focus on the art. This is what I need to be doing. This is what I'm naturally good at, and I don't know. That's when I switched schools and all that kind of fun. Yeah, stuff, I feel so. like. Well, this is kind of off topic, but you know how like I've, I've met a lot of people that are like, yeah, I want to start my own business, but I got to get my business degree first, or I'm, I want to do this, but I got to get my yeah. MBA first. And I feel like in a lot of those situations, like if you were going to do it, you would have done it. Like you wouldn't need unless yeah. like you have to have a degree to do this. Like I want to be a doctor, but I got to get my degree first. Okay, that makes sense. But a lot of these yeah. other things, like you don't need a degree to have a business or open a production company or whatever. So if you, a lot of people I've talked to use like their degree or their whatever schooling they need as a crutch or as an excuse to for why they're not doing it. Not doing it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Basically, they want the validation. From somebody else. Yeah, you're good enough. You're smart enough. Yeah. Qualified. Yeah. Instead of just going figuring out it out. And, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've, yeah. I've, I don't know. I, I'm the king of fake it till you make it. So. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, so the other thing that kind of influenced where I went with uh, in terms of like getting into design was uh, in my junior year of college, I got an internship as a graphic designer so my major in a college technically was not like it, I really wasn't going directly for graphic design or even web design when I was in college I was doing character animation because um, that was like Toy Story I think had recently come out and like the whole 3D animation was big and 3D modeling and all that stuff so I got into that it was, it was interesting I learned a lot but then I couldn't get an internship and when people came in that field, I couldn't get an internship. I couldn't find one. And then um, when people came to the school to talk about like the career path and all that type of stuff, it was a whole lot of starving artists type of situations. Um, you know, of course, all this may be different now. Um, so, mm. like, don't if you're investigating or thinking about it, don't let me discourage you. Um, but I just wasn't psyched about it, and I didn't want to get in a career where I would be you know, unable to support myself or whatever for some period of time while I struggled to get on at Disney or um, whatever. So I got an internship doing graphic design because I was like, well, at least it's an internship. It's in uh, in a design-related field. At least I can learn some stuff here. And when I did that internship, I was like, oh my goodness, (laughs) this is so much more interesting and so much more fun. And I can see like a quick way to... uh, to succeed in this area and part of what I was doing yeah. in that internship was I was doing I had to do some work for the web like design graphics to use on websites and stuff like that and I taught myself Macromedia Flash well back when it was Macromedia I taught myself Flash during that internship and after that internship I knew like alright I'm not going into uh, character animation or 3D modeling or anything like that I still know how to do it but I was like, no, I'm doing graphic design. It's more interesting. Because I remember all throughout college, like I'd be doing like designing some or modeling something or doing some little animation or whatever. And yeah, it was kind of interesting. But I would see what the graphic design students were doing. And I was like, oh, that is cool. <laughs> I want to do that. So um, that that's when I was like, all right, screw it. I can't, uh, I'm not going to stay in school a few more years to get a graphic design degree I'm just going to use my degree as is and turn it into a graphic design degree so 
you know, I already kind of had the knowledge and knew what I needed to do, the basics. So a lot of it I figured out on my own. And then during my senior year in college, um, I wasn't taking a full load because I'd taken extra classes over the summer and all this other stuff. So what I did Balls. was um, in my free time, I taught myself HTML and CSS because I was like, I, I want to learn this. But I'm not going to pay like a couple thousand dollars to sign up for another class just to learn this and, you know, kind of delay my graduation and all that other stuff. So I just taught myself and then I got a job on campus where I had to do that type of stuff. Like it helped me learn even more. And basically I was working with like a computer science major that helped me kind of taught me more about it. So I was able to basically it was like during my junior and senior year, I kind of changed my major without changing my major, if that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things. You can graduate with one thing, and then, like, because technically I don't have a graphic design degree, unless you're <laughs> looking at my resume. But, uh, I mean, technically it's just an art, straight-up art degree, but, I mean, <laughs> I, I do what do what I want with that, depending on who's asking. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, my path was a little bit different. I mean, I was, you know, I was in school for business or whatever, and I started taking more art classes when I was at that school, and I was like, okay, well, this is what I really need to do. And so I decided to switch schools, but I took a year off first, and yada, yada, yada. I found out I had I was having a son, and I was working third shift at Walmart at that time and going to school at the same time. Um but I don't know. It was it was crazy because I, I mean I worked I've worked a bunch of random jobs and it's like one thing I've always it's always been that design part of me that's in my brain. Cause I remember working at Dollar General and every time I had to set up an end cap or something like that, I would try to set it up in an interesting way and it's like you know things that did not have anything to do with art where it's just like oh just put this on the shelf. I'm sitting there trying to figure yeah. out a way to design with it, be creative or some kind of way to be creative with yeah. And so, like, it's like working third shift at Walmart and some of the people there just, they were just completely drained. I don't know. I don't know what it is with people that work third shift, but some of them, wow. <laughs> like, they, it was like they had given up hope. And I just, it was like me and a couple other people just were like, like, no, nah, we can't stay here. We got to get out of here. And I was able to, um, I was going to school at the time and I was able to, I, I found, I applied for some random job doing some computer work and I had picked up some things from my brother he'd showed me how to use Photoshop and stuff like that I copped it on the low and like started learning how to use it and everything so I went in this job and I already knew some things and I was going to school for it so I knew some other things too but um, I got a job there which basically turned into was they, they when I got there they were trying to get me to cold call people and sell them on websites that never worked but then uh, <laughs> that basically turned into a web design, graphic design job, which turned into another web graphic design in another company and it, just on and on and on. I basically just <laughs> kept on switching. Well, it was the same people, but they got the company kept on kind of changing. So um, so basically like on the job training type of situation. Yeah, because I was going to school at the same time while I was doing all this, but I was also working. And honestly, I mean, at school, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I didn't learn anything in graphic design, but because I had been messing around with it for a while the whole time, it was basically 
in school, like, oh, okay, yeah, just phoning it in. It's like, oh, you need some logos? All right, yeah, let me just do some logos real quick for the assignment and then just keep it moving. It wasn't like a... I, I wouldn't call it particularly challenging. Um, That's why I didn't want to go back and get a, a real graphic design degree. I feel like I would have definitely learned some things. Probably would have been a cool experience to get like some of the specifics that I've learned over the years now. But yeah, it would have been just like, eh, I know this stuff. Like, cause I, <clears throat> as part of my degree, I had to learn all the tools. Like, so I know Photoshop, Illustrator, like all that, the, the tools a graphic designer would use in design, like that type of stuff. So I was like, well, I know the tools, so I just need to learn the, the, the concepts behind it. And a lot of that stuff applies in web design as well. So it wasn't, I didn't feel like I needed to go back. Yeah. But like you were saying about like working, jobs that were not <laughs> creative yeah. i had to during college of course you have to work whatever jobs you have so i used to cut grass and i worked at fedex for a while and i used to do customer service like answering phone calls and stuff like that a lot of those jobs were so frustrating but those those are kind of what kind of pushed me more into doing like the entrepreneurial stuff on the side because um during college and after college it's almost Pretty much at every time when I've had to like take some other job that was not in my real field, like doing customer service or whatever, I would always be hustling on the side trying to do a logo here for somebody or do a poster for somebody, do graphic design for somebody, build a website or whatever. And so as I was doing that, it was always like I, I never had that kind of desperate uh, I've given up all hope type of feeling like a lot of the people I worked with mm. and just working around those people made me feel bad. Cause I was like, man, this is literally their only job. And this is, this is what they have to look for. They're just waiting yeah. for they're They're working for our paycheck. I can, I can like they're, that's all they can look forward to. They're working for the weekend. Yeah. I can still see those people at Walmart. Just, Oh my goodness. They just, and this, and this other good job, this restaurant I, I worked at, like this one girl. Oh my God. I bet she still works there. But oh my god, it's just something I don't I don't know what it is. I'm, I know people have different struggles in life and everything, but I, I really don't know what it is. Like that's just like pure like it's not desperation. It's just like flat out like I've given up. I'm just working and that's it. I'm just gonna come in here, do my time, and then we go home and yeah, it's like they're in jail. Watch the game or whatever I got to do, and then I'm gonna go go to work again, and it just just be miserable. And it, it was. I don't know. I listened to a lot of uh, college dropout around that time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> listening to that and other stuff I used to listen to music-wise kind of helped motivate me yeah. to not uh, give just give a hope because I could have stayed at some of those jobs. Some of those jobs I was making okay money for the time, yeah. but I was not making okay money if you consider the fact that I had a college degree yeah. and I knew how to do stuff. So. I was always like, I remember so one of the jobs I was sitting there just answering phones all day for a health insurance company. While I was sitting there, I was like, oh, I can draw. So I found some paper and I started drawing. And one of my friends that was sat by me he had a car. Like he had a nice, like an old school on some 20s or whatever. Mm-hmm. It looked pretty good. So I just started drawing. And he was like, oh, you can draw? Can you draw my car? So I just sketched it up real quick. It wasn't a great drawing, but he really liked it. And he was all thankful and stuff like that. So like that type of stuff was like, oh, yeah, I got some talents. I don't need to stay here. Yeah. And so eventually I actually got fired from that job, but it just motivated me to 
because I really didn't care about it, but it motivated me to uh, go ahead and start my own business and like do stuff I wanted to do and be happy doing it instead of just doing what I had to do just to make a little bit of money. Yeah. I know for me, like, I mean, even after school and everything and working for a while, like I never, like a lot of the jobs I had, they weren't, uh, they weren't too aggressive with, uh, paying me as much as I should be getting paid. So I, <laughs> there are very few people that are going to be aggressively paying. So a lot of times I've had to do other things. I mean, I, I had a photography, legit photography business. For a little while, um, actually, I have a photo shoot for that soon. But um, so yeah, I, I started doing a lot of things, like every creative thing I could on the side, because you know, for money, um, instead of just because I knew I could not just go get some job. Like, okay, fine, I'll just throw in the towel and I'll go. I don't know. I don't know what people do for a living, but, you know, just go do whatever. Answer phones or something like that. Because, I, I mean, I've known people and it's like, they, you know, they, they even seem that by all appearances, they live a good life and everything. They've got a lot of stuff going for whatever, but wherever they're working has nothing to do with what they went to school with. And I don't even know what their passions are. Like, yeah. if they have anything outside of that, or if it's just, ah, I just go to work and this is what. Because a lot of people, it's like an application. It's like, I mean, it's understandable. It's like you have a kid or something like that. And it's like, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But a lot of people, I mean, I had a, I had a kid early and like me and his mom finished school. So <laughs> it's kind of like, uh. What's your excuse? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, you gotta, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, but you gotta, like, have save some room for you, like, pursuing your Enjoying own, life. Enjoying life, yeah. and then also pursuing your own kind of dreams and asking yourself what your dreams are. Otherwise, you're gonna look back and, you know, have nothing to show for yourself except for, like, well, I, you know, I'm paying my bills, and, you know, my kids are, are happy, even though they don't respect me, but, you know, hey. But um, no, I don't know. But I mean, I don't know. It's just something that's always been important to me to keep on doing that because even though I could just go get some random job or something like that here and there, I mean, it's a lot more fulfilling for me to find these random side hustles. And ultimately, they pay more if you have a skill that you know somebody a can't just walk skill. in and take your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of. I'll say I took kind of that not the opposite route, but I did just kind of go get a job after college yeah. because I couldn't find something in my field. Uh, and you moved, those, uh, so that helped. <laughs> well, that no, I'm saying before I moved. So okay. after college, I moved back to Alabama, where I'm from, and got a job doing customer service, answering phones. It wasn't in my field at all. It was just a job because I, I I got that letter from Sally May. And it was like Sally may start taking some money out your check if you don't pay her. So, um, <laughs> I started. I got. I I was like, well, I got to take care of my responsibilities, and so I got a job. But at the same time, I was constantly like you, always trying to do stuff on the side. And the good thing was that job allowed me to do. It gave me enough flexibility where I was able to still do stuff on the side. And then eventually, when I quit that or got fired from that job, I got another job doing customer service, same type of stuff. But it had it was a situation where I was working from home. It was very flexible. I picked my own hours, and so again, I was able to do stuff I wanted to do on the side. So I think that's 
something also worth considering for somebody that's in the same situation is like do what you do what you have to do to pay your bills and to take care of your family whatever but find a way to still include some time working on what you want for your future because you know like you said when you go in walmart and third shift you know you're not gonna you know you do not want to be there next year or maybe even next week much less five years from now i don't want to be there in the next hour so like when yeah when i was there <laughs> i knew i did not want to work there that long because the people that worked there for a long time like they were okay i guess but I, I felt like there was no future i was not happy yeah and so it, it was just depressing so with that in mind i was constantly looking for something else yeah looking for another job looking for ways to do stuff on the side or whatever even like after i mean i had a job in my field i mean sometimes i felt like i wasn't um living up to my potential i guess you could say i mean yeah i mean yeah there was the money aspect and i was you know wanted more money but also some days i felt like i wasted eight hours of my day because mm-hmm. some of the things i was doing were kind of monotonous or just felt wasn't i wasn't i mean even in my field i was feeling like i was not doing everything i could even though in and that's that that's the frustrating thing for me because i feel like i really feel like i'm here for a reason and i gotta you know why am i just sitting here at a desk not doing anything um now i mean i you know i have like a main contract that i work on but i have a bunch of stuff i work on and i work from home so i'm i find myself working and really making the most out of every moment of the day and i mean some days that means working like sun up to sundown but i don't know i feel i don't feel like i'm wasting my days anymore and yeah. that that's ultimately feels better to me because you know that when I was just sitting there feeling like I was wasting my time, I started working on other stuff for other things when there wasn't anything to do, just so that my time was spe- well spent. Because I don't know. I yeah, I definitely have felt like I've wasted a lot of days just either because I had a job that where I could not do anything else, or like I was just wasting time doing stupid monotonous tasks that I didn't want to do. Yeah. But yeah, I guess these are all things worth thinking about when you're evaluating what you're doing with your life. Yeah. Uh, Cause even now, like there's some days where I have to do boring monotonous stuff in my day job, but I look forward to leaving that day job and coming home and being able to do something I actually enjoy or finishing up some project I'm working on for myself and not just yeah. stuff for whatever company I work for or whatever. Yeah, and you got to find that balance because I mean, because I know some, everybody's not going to have something in their field, but make sure you find something outside of that that is your project, your passion project, or whatever your thing you're doing. I mean, you don't have to be crazy like me and like have twelve jobs, but you know, it it it's but it's it's what I want to do. I like to do all these things, and I feel like I can do just about anything. So it's like I got I'm going to try to do it if I can find time. I'm going to do you know i'm gonna be a painter or photographer or web designer or graphic designer or photographer did i already say that yes you already said that okay i'm gonna write a comic book um do a podcast um yep. i don't know I'm, I'm just gonna keep on adding things within reason but <laughs> yeah i've been accused of being a jamaican multiple times because i had multiple jobs 
And I was like, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's, it's, so well, well it's, I think it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually something that's in our blood, honestly. Cause yeah, I mean, cause everybody, we are actually from, well, we're not Jamaican, but we are from that area. Bahamian. So, I mean, well, yeah, we got mad family in the Bahamas. So it's like, but it, I mean, honestly, like, you know, my uncle, I spent some time with him when I first moved to Atlanta and like more time than I had before. And it, you know, he told me about the whole family tree and stuff like that, like our relatives in the Bahamas and stuff like that. And then like, it's like, we're all, it's like our whole family is like that, where we got like mad jobs and like, can't do one thing. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It made me feel better. Cause I thought I was just crazy and just couldn't focus on one thing, but it's like, nah, we're all like that. We all kind of just have to do everything and find that balance because I, I I know some people say it's like oh you need to focus on one thing but I literally cannot focus on one thing for too long because I get bored with it so I do another thing to balance myself out and flip back and forth but you got to find something that works for you I think so yeah that reminds me of I don't remember who which relative it was but somebody we, they were talking about one of our relatives and they were like whenever someone would ask him what he did for a living he would always say it depends on what time of day it is <laughs> Yeah, because during the day he had one job, in the evening he would do like people's taxes or whatever. On the weekends he was doing yeah. something else, and that's that's how I've trying to be too. Like I I stay with multiple streams of income because you I don't want to count on one job. Yeah, I don't trust people um, or jobs or anything like that. I mean, even if it's a great job and everything, I mean that business could go. They could go out of business or something like that, and I, mean, I don't know. I just don't trust putting all my eggs in one basket and letting somebody other, somebody else, you know, have that much control over my, you know, well-being. I mean, might as well call him daddy. <laughs> yeah, we from Harlem. We don't do that. <laughs> but um. Yeah, but some of this stuff goes into. I mean, some of it has a <laughs> like we're drifting into time management. And that's another episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is uh, probably going to be a topic for another episode. Um, but this week we're going to keep it a little shorter because uh, the days have gotten shorter because daylight saving time. So podcasts get a little shorter too. And uh, Game of Thrones. I mean, not Game of Thrones. Uh, Walking Dead is coming on soon. So. You know, yeah. got to schedule yeah. your life around that. Um, <laughs> so uh, be sure to comment and rate and subscribe and follow us. Um, a quick follow up on our episode about our uh, social media stuff. I noticed we got a few more followers on Instagram and maybe on Twitter. I don't know. I haven't checked recently. Definitely but, on Instagram. Yeah. But um, yeah, continue. If you haven't followed us, please do. Uh, at Alien Muffin on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and is that all the social medias that there are? I think that's it. Um, Black Planet. I, I haven't set up the Black Planet page. Oh, okay. But yeah, no. um, tune in again next week. Uh, we'll have another episode so for you. Uh, be sure to follow our personal accounts as well. I'm at DK12 on Instagram and you can get lots of pictures of sunsets Sunset. and leaves. Because <laughs> I went to the yeah, nature and sunset. That's all you're gonna get on my Instagram. Well, and you can follow me at Ant Cave on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, um, and you recently uh, released some uh, some paintings based on a painting 
based on uh, Stranger Things. Definitely check that one out. Oh, yeah, the new hotness. I'm making prints. The original sold before I was done with the painting. But uh, I'm making prints. Of, I got a bunch of prints coming out of different artwork. So check it out. They're going to be $20 for the for the holidays. I'm going to take care of that when I get back from stocking being stuffers. On a, being on a boat for a while. So. <laughs> Holla, holla, holla. Yeah, we'll holla at you next week or two weeks from now, whenever the next episode comes out. Bye.